Hello there, my name is Moe with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. Today we are jumping into a fantasy adventure for the ages. As always, I'm calling my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very... Will, thank you very much. Hi, Will O, yes. perhaps, but um, but um, Ting, which yes. is a comedy duo, aren't we? But um, Ting. But um, Ting, yeah. It's but um, Tish. Oh, I always say but um, Ting. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, but um, Ting. Yeah, right. You can watch us on our YouTube version, uh, The Real Show, The Real Show, Real with Twos, or listen to us on, on Amazon, Spotify, yeah. Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, we're there, listen to us. But today we've already given it away. <laughs> Corey, we are reviewing <laughs> Willow. Willow, the original Willow, the yes. original Willow, the film. In preparation for our review of the, the TV show. series, yes. yeah, that's just come out on Disney but Plus. But still Willow. going on Disney Plus. Is it still going? I think so. Okay. But as of recording, it's still going. All right, all right. When it comes out, it might be finished. Sure. But this is the first original film. This is the yes. Warwick Davis vehicle that is tenable. I mean Willow, uh, Willow, nineteen eighty-eight. Don't diss tenable. I'm not going to diss. You know what? <laughs> Tenable was going to be a segment in this show, but I guess we're going to go to the Tenable segment right now. Okay. Of me talking about how much I like Tenable <laughs> and how much I feel like Tenable is possibly more of a Warren Davis vehicle than this film is. I mean, so he I... He comes out in a nice suit. He's he like, let's get some people to talk about answers on a board, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know. I like, do you like Tenable. Tenable. Do you like Tenable? I watch it. I don't, I don't watch it like... I don't watch it most of the time because yeah. obviously, you know, I go to work and... and it's not on when it's I'm not, there. It's not an everyday thing. But it's, if, like if, a, it's like a daytime quiz show. If it happens to be on, uh-huh. if I'm like surfing with channels, or oh, what's that? Oh, Tenable. I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with it on. Have I ever got an old tent? No. <laughs> Nothing, no one ever has. No, I have not. And Mike Davis always likes to plug his own, uh, his, his other works. Yeah. It's just funny. Um, I find that's kind of like a gimmick with, with Warren Davis. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, this film came yes. off the back of Return of the Jedi. Correct. When George Lucas was working with Warwick Davis, who was a very young lad at that time, yes. and was so taken with him that he decided to write him his own film, give him his own, uh, give him his own cinematic adventure, which yeah. became Willow, story Correct. by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard, who was a friend of George Lucas from American Graffiti, and now they work together at Lucasfilm. A lot of the Lucasfilm. You'll notice if you watched, we watched the, we didn't review it, I don't think. But we did watch the opening few episodes of um, the Industrial Light and Magic documentary. Did you watch it? Yes. I think you did as well, didn't you? Yes. Uh, before Phantom Menace, I think. Yeah, before Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We never got around to reviewing those episodes, but we nope. did watch the documentary. Yes. And most of those names on the documentary is on the credits. Did you recognise them? Yes. Are on the credits of Willow. Yes. And I recognised them instantly. I thought, oh, they're the guys from the Island documentary. That's cool. To see they carried through. Because obviously Lucasfilm is a big... Eminent studio, the employer of, and there was a time where they just talked about just being a gang of people in an office somewhere, yeah. you know, painting Tie Fighters. I mean, pretty much. Mm. But um, I and Willow there, you know, strapping rubber masks to Rottweilers. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know this existed until I recently. Brought it up. Well, until well until you <laughs> brought it up, and also until I've now see all the time on TV the yeah. advert for the TV series. Yeah, exactly. You've um, summoned it almost on Disney Plus, um, and I was like, oh. This is a thing. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And you went and watch it, and I thought, oh, okay, I thought, right, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. Excellent. So this is Corey's first impression. Now, this is not my first impression of Willow, the, the film. I knew about it for a, a long time because of why Davis. I'm a fan of yep. White Davis. He's a great actor. I'm a, a big admirer of his work. Yep. Obviously, you know, love love Star Wars. Wicked the Ewok, great. Character, great little Ewok. Yes. I'm a fan of Warwick Davis and his journey as well. 
throughout to from just a little kid to being this uh, sort of that's cult star, this cult yeah. acclaimed star, Warren Davis. He's a, a household name. Household name, yeah, household name. His journey to be to becoming a household name. I'm a big fan of um, of him and his work. So I knew about Willow for a while. I knew the basic premise. I knew his role in it. I haven't. I, I never. I, what I like to say is I've never seen the film from start to end. Yeah. And this is me viewing the film from start to end. Yes. But this is Corey's first time exposure to basically the whole thing. Yep. So I feel like you have to take the lead on this, Corey. You yep. have to. Um, I mean, hey. take us away. Okay. So we'll start with the film. Well, we'll start with kind of character-wise. Willow is a. Where's it gone? Because I've got the whole list up of what everyone is. Yes. Fancy races and species. Yes. Here we go. So, Willow is a Nelwyn. A Nelwyn in Nelwyn Valley, is it? Yes. It? Uh, Nelwyn, yes, Nelwyn Valley, correct. Uh, I love how the film starts with, like, somewhat cliche thing of baby gets pushed down river. Yes. Ends up somewhere else. Kung Fu Panda 2. Kung Fu Panda 2. There's uh, another thing that did that. Can I say Ice Age 1? Is that yeah, how I say baby? Yeah, I think so, yeah, because the, the humans are getting attacked by the saber toothed cats. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven for all you video game fans, yeah. does that. Um, and I thought, because normally it then goes like 10 years later, mm. or 20 years, and it'd be the baby grown up. Does not do that, in this. No, the baby is the, <laughs> oh, is the character that is taken by the... Yes. Baby. Well, no, the evil queen, Queen Balmorda, Balmorda. Yeah. She is out for a quest for ultimate power, and to do that, she needs to sacrifice this baby with the mark, special magic Correct. mark, because, on the arm yes. to achieve whatever yes. she wants to do. Because the baby with the mark is the one that's going to be born and like overthrow, overthrow her. Overthrow her, yes. yes. So she must stop that by sacrificing this baby. Correct. She grounds up all the pregnant mothers. The baby is born, they find the baby with the special mark, but is they're shepherded away by the midwife, Yes. carries the baby away and sets the baby away onto... I like the chase with the dogs, that was very cool. Like, nice action opening. Then sets the baby off on the raft in the river... Yep. Floats down the stream yep. to the Nelwyn. I want to get that right. Good old, good old Nelwyn village. Nelwyn, Nelwyn Valley to the village. Yes. Found, by found by Warwick Davis's kids. Warwick Davis's children. Very followed by Warwick Davis, who plays Star Carter Willow. Off, yes. off, off, good. Off, good. Off, good. Yes. Uh, who's then kind of like signaled away to whatever the guy's name is. Forgot his name. Oh yeah, he's unhappy. Sort of, I, th- I thought it was like his landlord or something like that. I, yeah, probably, it's like yeah. his boss is very unhappy with him because like you he's owe not... me money or whatever. Did you steal those seeds from me or whatever? Yeah. It is? your harvest isn't gonna come up off good. You've got it. That guy was like yeah. completely. Uh, that guy um, was very entertaining to watch. And then his, uh, his, well, his wife finds it. She keeps the kid. Mm. Willow doesn't want to keep the kid, and then very quickly he, he doesn't loses. want the kid because Willow is he's a job. He's a he's a. He's a man of the people. Exactly. He's, uh, he, can't, he, he knows. He's like, right, something bad's going to happen, and I yeah. can blame me for it, and we can't have that. He's Throw a it magician. Down the river. He, he goes to the magic fair, yes. where Kenny Baker is, has a cameo role. Did you spot him? <laughs> did you spot him in the band? I did not. I did. R2-D2 there. Kenny Baker. There's got Actually, this has got a lot of... We're okay to call them dwarves, aren't we? Yeah. Small people who are not Yeah. under a certain height. I, I think know. we're okay to say dwarf. Sure. They they hired a lot of dwarves for this film. Yes. Warren Davis said it was probably the most ever hired for a film. Over 240 yeah. dwarf actors yes. for this film. Yeah. And the big crowd scenes, there's loads. People, people there's loads. debate that Peter Dinklage is in this, a young Peter Dinklage is in this. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he won't be very old at this, on this. No. Time, but he is in this, apparently. A young Peter Dinklage is in this, apparently. He's somewhere. He's uncredited, but he's somewhere. And... Kenny Baker is in this as well. He's in. He's one of the members of the band. You know what? That whole scene. Mm. Um, 
I thought it was really wholesome I love and that fun. Scene. Yeah. So much. It's so fancy to me. Well, the is... thing is, it is, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> because um, here comes my... Um, you just need glasses. My methodic... Yeah, no, yeah. thank you, uh, audio listeners. Um, adjusting glasses, adjusting mm. glasses. Uh, here's my uh, mythology slash um, real life thing. These Corey, things. This is, a, this is a great segment on the show we like to call Corey's mythology slash life thing. Adjust glasses. Corey's mythology and life thing. Thank you. Um, this happens. It all happened technically in, in real life. This is a thing, right? It, like this is a this is a full on proper. Like pagan festival that people used to do and still do in some areas today, which is great because you're mixing fantasy with actual again, like last week's episode mm. for the Batman. You're bringing in real life things and you're mixing it, and it's great. I love that. Go on, Corey. Go, just just tell us more, Corey. Well, you know, you've got like um, so every every year in the the pagan calendar, you have the solstices, which is what we would call Christmas, and uh, well, we don't really have one in summer. Pagan does. It's like the longest, longest day of the year is the summer solstice. And you celebrate by having festivals and music and dancing. And you can, do, do they have the flagpole that you run around and uh, lots of music and drums and kind of singing and stuff like that? I don't know if they have a magician who makes a pig disappear. That might be a bit eccentric and a bit of a, you know, um, license. Creative liberties. Called. Yes. Um, but that is a, a realistic thing that has happened before, and I love that. I love when I, when anything like before Moonlight and stuff like that, where you bring in real life stuff and you add it to the world just to give it that bit more depth. And I love that because also it shows that like even though people like Willow and the landlord man don't get along, he's sat there watching him do magic and he's enjoying himself. He's waiting for him to mess up. Yeah, but he's having a good time. Sitting there, he's eating his chicken wings, whatever he was doing. Yeah, he's having a good time. It's it like fun festivities, but they're there for a reason. Yes, Willow a, wants to be. It wants to be an apprentice. Apprentice to a sorcerer. Yes, and the great sorcerer comes along yes. on his awesome carriage over here, wherever yeah. he arrives, and he says, "I'm going to hold out my hand, yes. and for a finger you must touch. Yes. And when you touch the correct finger, you become There's my apprentice." There's three people, and yeah. he, he asks them, uh, "What finger can like give power oh, to the oh, world?" The or most something. magic. Yeah. yeah, and I was like. Sure, it's your thumb. I thought I was about that initially. Yeah, I was thinking thumb. Because finger, thumb. I was thinking thumb because whenever, and here comes the real life stuff again. Okay. Whenever you meditate, your thumb goes on top of the fingers because your thumb is the most powerful. So it always goes on top. Right, okay. Uh, I, we, we, we're okay, both wrong. We were both wrong. That wasn't here at all. No. However, however <laughs> Willow chooses the wrong finger. Duh, duh. Yeah, yeah they all choose the wrong one. No There's... one's going to be the apprentice yes. to the sorcerer this no year. No apprentice this year. No apprentice this year. He ring things his bell. But then, then, then the, the, the hell dogs, whatever they're called, the hellhounds attack. Yes. Yes, and it's up to the defenders of the village to to, to take it out with some spears and some yeah. pikes and some. Big they're all forks. they're all defending themselves. Willow, uh, thankfully, saves gets his, his daughter. Gets his daughter, yeah. Uh, but his wife is fine. They realise they're attacking the babies. Yeah, or they attack like a crib or something. Yes. they're going after the babies. And was like, oh no, the the baby. He runs home, but the wife's fine. Wife is completely fine with the baby. It's like, oh, oh goodness. Yeah. And, and then, then he they... brings the baby to the town meeting, yes. and they say, this baby must be sent away. You must take it to the cross. We can't have it in our peaceful village. Yeah. But the sorcerer goes, ah, oh, Willow Offgood must yes. go. I don't know why I'm doing my Yoda impression there. Well, no, he does. Um, he does my probably one of my favourite parts of the film, right? Which is this 
The bones. Yes. Is it the bones? I, I, love, oh. I, love, I love this sorcerer. Let's he's, consult he's, the bones. He's sat there, right? He's this kind of hunchback guy. Yeah. And he's got like, this weird look in his face. He's got one eye open like this. He's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and he's like, right. He looks like that all the time. He does. And he's like, oh, I'm going to consult the bones. And, and then, no, then these bones are made out to be like a massive <laughs> thing, yeah. right? These bones are hyped up by yeah. the people. Like, the guy goes, I must consult the bones. And I was like, oh, 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 the bones. Oh. And the guy, go, the guy goes, the bones tell me nothing. Oh, <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, no. Everyone's like in a state so of disarray. He's like, do you have any love for me, baby? Yes, I do. The bones are spoken. The bones are spoken. <laughs> the bones so are spoken. Good. I love that segment. It's so amazing. good. Because then I'm thinking, okay, right, is magic like non-existent? And this guy is just like, guy's making it blagging up. the whole but the thing. thing. But it's but not. The, the acorns work. Hey. He throws a thing and a bird flies off. Yeah. Go with a bird flow. This going towards the village. Follow the river. Well, <laughs> I feel like that guy's magic might be a bit sketchy. Yeah, it might be a bit weird. But that guy's magic might be a bit sketchy. But everyone um, else seems to be. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that, that whole For section. the fact that he's literally in it for like, Five ten minutes at the start, he, and like, he right steals it. That entire that guy <laughs> does steal it. It's really good. The Norwin Wizard, or his name is. I bet um, he's got a name. He, um, I'm trying to find out, but everyone's got really weird names. It's really okay. hard to figure out who's who. Look at the wiki. The That's wiki what I'm on. Oh, <laughs> look at the Norwin village. As I say, people who live in the Willow is sent off with his friends. Um, the landlord man does go, and his yes. guards, and his friend uh, Migosh, Migosh also goes as well with the baby. Yes. They they're heavy. They're walking on the way, and they're walking through the. There's some great landscape shots, by the way. There is fantastic. Cinematography is very good. Other yes. than great map paintings, they did some good, great locations. I saw like New Zealand was named, and like England and, and sort of parts of France were named as well in the shooting. So there must have been great landscape shots of you know mountains yes. and, and rivers and big big countryside. For some reason, I love fantasy countryside. I don't know why. Not like actual countryside, yeah. but like. Fantasy, like any time the Fellowship of the Ring are walking through a big field, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I love fantasy, fantasy countryside. Like, if I made a fantasy series, they never leave the field. They just walk around the fields all the time. Because I feel like that is so fantasy. Just big open stretches of grass. Yeah. Just big open stretches of just just tall grass to wade, wading through the tall grass, you know. Uh, High Aldwin is his name. High Aldwin, okay. Uh, no, the, 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 okay. The, the real. The real life look of this, right? Okay, is great. Yeah, I'm talking about like the forests, yeah. the forests, the the mountain, the mountainscape, the water. Yes. It all feels so. I love a good, great fantasy world. A great constructed fantasy world is very pleasing to me. That's why I think highly, so highly of Willow. They get halfway there, yes, and they arrive at the crossroads, which Correct. is which is where they're supposed to go. To until drop off the baby, to give the baby to They need to find a, a, a normal human. Uh, uh, what are they called? The, um, uh, kite, the, the, the daikinis. Daikinis, which are like so people. To find a daikini yeah. to give the baby to, and then they can go head back home. Yes. Uh, and they do. They find, they find Mad Mardigan yeah, in a cage. In a cage. In a prisoner's cage. Mad Mardigan, who's played by Val Kilmer. Yes. Very, who, very well. Yes. Well, there's a, perhaps a reason for that. I did spoil this, this yes. joke I you was spoiled planning. spoiled yourself, yes. I spoiled myself, because we were talking before the recording and I mentioned it. But I was going to say that Val Kilmer's dialogue doesn't really add much to the film. And then I was going to mention that's because he ad-libbed it all. Or yep. most of it was ad-libbed. Yep. But that's why his dialogue seems very 
it seems very real, dog, because it's probably what he was saying at the time. Yes. He was given some limited direction by Ron Howard. Just say, oh, just be mad at him because he's yeah. a peck or whatever. Say that. Yep. And it's like, oh, I can't. And, and White Davis stands up and goes, don't call me a peck. And then and, and then Volkiva goes, peck, peck, peck. Yeah. He keeps saying it over and over again at White Davis. White Davis goes, oh, he, he, oh, just, just frowns at him. Yeah. I'm like, that is very much. He wasn't given much there. No. It's, but he makes the most of it, which is the does. best thing. He does. And. But it comes a point where everyone leaves, mm. except uh, Willow. Well, they encounter an army arrives. That's after they've left. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So they all after leave. After the, the, uh, the guy, we don't know what his name is, the, yeah. the landlord man and his guards all yes. decide to, to leave. Willow stays. And, and, and Migosh, Migosh stays, stays as well. That's when the army arrives. Correct. But they won't take the baby because they're yeah. marching to war. Exactly. Then a man turns up, who I swear for the first few minutes I saw him was Pat McAfee. Uh, but he, he wasn't. He looked. He looked like dead with a beard. Yeah. He looked like dead, like Pat McAfee, and I could yeah. not get it out of my head how much he looked like him. He's not obviously. No, it's not. But he d- he's a dead ringer. Yeah, he's a dead ringer for Pat McAfee, who is an American football player and professional wrestling commentator. Yes. Anyway, it wasn't Pat McAfee, by the way, but I thought it was for a while, and he knows Mad Mardigan, and he's like, "I'm not letting you free Mad Mardigan. You're yep. a dangerous criminal." Yep. And he doesn't take the baby either. No. That character's called Eric, I think his name is. Uh, yes. Yes, but spelled A A I R K. Excellent. <laughs> Eric and his army head off, yes. leaving Mad Mardigan with Willow. So Willow has to free Mad Mardigan. Correct. So they can go to the the castle to well, they, find this. They freed they free Mad Mardigan right. so they can give the baby to him and they can head home. Yes. Because like, he just right. take the baby. He does. And he heads off. They leave. Saying he's going to take care of it. Yeah. And there's a feed it and wants to drink its water in its Exactly. Milk. And Willow had home, but like, yeah, we're going to be heroes. Okay, so, yeah, go home. heroes. But Doesn't then happen. they get kidnapped by the brownies, yeah. who are these little. No, they're not dwarves. They're, 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 they're like. I don't know what you'd call them. Mini people. They're, they're literally like, like. They're tiny, like little thumbs Probably about people. F- like 15 centimeters tall. If that. Yeah. And they've got little spears and little hats, yeah. and they're all, you know. Running around, yes, and they pray to the sort of sun goddess, whatever yeah. her name is, the big face in the sky. They kidnap Willow and Amigosh, but they realise they've stolen the baby. No, they've stolen the baby, haven't they? They've they're stolen, the stolen, stolen the baby because yeah. they, they took it off Mad Mardigan. Correct. And then they then they kidnap them too, then and they then they are uh, told to free them, free them by their lady goddess, yes. who says, you have a great destiny, Willow, you must take this wand Correct. and become a great sorcerer. You must take this wand, this baby is yours. By the way, George Lucas loves this. George <laughs> Lucas loves the prophesized hero. He can't get enough of it. Yeah. He did it so much, he did it three times. Yeah. He did it once in Star Wars, he did it once in the prequel series where they were chosen one thing, yeah. he did it again in this. Yeah. Uh, he can't help himself. He did it in He did it in THX 1138 as well, yeah. if you've ever seen that film. So I like how during this whole thing, where Willow goes right, mm. I am, I am, I need to deliver this baby on my own, and oh my gosh, just goes home. Migos leaves. Yeah. You know what? Migos is a real hero. He's like, I feel like I'm going to go home. Bowed out, bowed out gracefully. Knew his place. Knew he was yeah. out of his depth. I'm like, you know what? I thought, I'm going to go kick off heel, yeah. Willow. Bye-bye. I thought we're going to get a Lord of Rings thing where he's going to come in like you can't go alone. He's gonna, really? But nope, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Migos <laughs> goes home. <laughs> Turns up the turns the end of the film. Yeah. Migos, what were you doing? I don't know. Yeah. I was at home, put my yeah, feet I was, up. I was at home. <laughs> Resting. Yeah. Uh, so they go off, looking for looking for a lake. Yes. Because they're looking for uh, a, wi- a, a witch or, or a lady. They're looking for a, 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 just a female sorcerer. Yeah, a female sorcerer. Been exiled. She's on a, an island and lake. Uh-huh. Which I thought would be a really, like a pond. Because I thought they were really small. They think it's a lake. Yeah. It's not. It's actually a massive lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but before they get to a lake, it starts to rain. Tavern. 
So you go in a tavern. Tavern. They're sat there. It's your classic fantasy. You know, I, I love this. It's your classic fancy tavern, <laughs> brutes and brawling yeah. and, and knocking back ale the or whatever they're doing. Thing mead, I find really funny. Drinking the mead like, oh, my yeah. God. This happens all the time in this film. But I know that, like, Warwick Davis is smaller than the average human. Right, okay. The average man. The brownies are smaller than the average man, yeah. Warwick Davis. And, like, so obviously their weight is different. Yes. And there's a lot in this film where one of the brownies. It's falling over a cat briefly because of a love potion. Yeah. Uh, the cat meows and the brownie flies in the air. Yeah. At one point... Maybe they can jump really high. You don't know possibly. their physiology. At one point, Willow... I forgot why, but he gets blown backwards yeah. into the room behind him <laughs> for some yeah. reason. Uh, where Mag Margaret is, by the way. Yeah, cos- cosplaying as a woman. <laughs> yeah. Because this woman's husband's about to turn up. Yeah, and he needs to be in disguise because he was, you know, I bedding would, the I lady. Love if, I would love to see if I could be told, right, okay, you don't get your lines. What we're doing, you pretend to be a You're woman. dressing up as a woman. Because a mad husband's about to yeah. walk through a door. <laughs> it's like, okay. And you know what? He did very well at living that. Well. He did very well at living that. Very well. You, you know what? It's fancy. You don't yes. know their physiology. Yeah. I don't know how high you can jump. <laughs> It's whatever. Maybe Willow can jump loads up in the air, you know. Possibly. Maybe the maybe the the brownies can leap hundreds yeah. of feet. We don't. It doesn't matter. Maybe they're all one thousand feet tall and one thousand feet wide. It doesn't matter because it's fantasy. Yeah. Um. So they find Marion again. Yes. Who uh, helps them eventually escape from um, whatever the evil? I don't know what they're called. What the the, the the sort of the soldiers arrive? Yeah, the evil soldiers. The, the troopers the arrive of the um, school mask man. Yeah, school, oh, you know he looks. I said right. when he walked up to his school like General Kane or something, yeah. and he's Kale or whatever. Yeah. He arrives and I'm like, oh my God, it's Skeletor. Shao <laughs> <laughs> Kahn. Yeah, exactly. Shao Kahn. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. Shao Kahn has arrived. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that armor. Like, that is like, really why good. did that fancy armor never get anywhere? No. Why Why is it just in this film? I saw that guy, I'm like, oh my God, that guy looks awesome. Well, I saw it and I thought, is that guy a skeleton? But it's his helmet. Oh, no, okay, it's a man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's a man. I only thought, you know what, they could have done that if that yeah. exactly was like a Shao Kahn type guy. Yeah. Um, will die. Yeah, you know. they turn up and... Uh, mad- you know, he looks like a better Shao Kahn than the Shao Kahn yes. at the end of the 1990s Mortal Kombat film. Yes. You should have just got that helmet because the Shao turn up there looked crap. He looked like a sort of sort of rubber-faced yeah. man. He goes, you fools, I've come for your souls. Yes. And then Raiden goes, I don't think so. And they all do the poses. Do, 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 do. And then that's the end of the film. Yeah. But they should have just got that guy. Yeah. They should have got General Kale to be Shao Kahn. Also, he's played by the guy that plays the big Nazi in Indiana Jones. Did you know that? No. The one that gets killed with the rotor by the rotor yeah, yeah. to the plane. That's that guy. So um, General Kale is sent out by yes. Queen Balmorda and her daughter, who is also yes. fighting for the sort of Correct. evil empire. Yes. She sends them out to find this baby and complete the ritual. Yeah. So there you go. Off they go. Yep, they find it in the tavern. Uh, and then Mad Monogan helps them escape. They do a pretty cool chase. I do like that chase it's on the hawk cart chase. chase where he's like... The, where he's trying to Willow's trying to grab the reins of the horse yes. but they like slip out and he's having to crawl under them and then they take a knock and Willow's like knocks forward and he flies forward onto one of the horses and yeah. he has to grab the I really like that I, I I like the whole scene of that the chase scene where by the way I just want to mention this yep the comp I noticed this firsthand. yes the combat choreography in Willow not really the best. It's not great. It's not kind of... I understand in medieval fighting, what do you know about medieval sword play? Any experience? I watch Shadowversity. Right. 
Have you seen that video where the guy goes, how does the grass taste, little man? No. And then he hits the sword into the, <laughs> hits the shield into the guy's face and he falls down onto the floor. I've not seen that. Well, I'll show you that after this. Though. Okay. Um, I, I'm okay when it comes to uh, m- medieval combat, kind of. Not okay. Really. You don't like LARP? I, I watched Shadowversity, who talks about medieval combat, and right. uh, Scaligram, who's also a guy who talks about medieval weapons. But they don't, they don't do lot. Oh, they don't talk about sort of combat styles. No. Because in this, it's a lot of hacking and yes. slashing. It's a lot of push the guy over yeah. and hit him. There was one sequence in the end. Because I love what I do is in big battle sequences, I don't like to watch the main character. I like to watch what are the people behind him doing. Yep. And there was one sequence when General Kale is fighting Mad Mardigan, and there's two guys in the background who are doing the same move to each other over and over without end. You say They're that. They're just going block, hit. <laughs> Block, hit over and over again quite quickly. You say and I'm that. Watching, like these guys are like I think, locked in immortal combat. I think the best example of the not so great combat is spoilers. Right at the end of the film, mm. I'm going to skip to the end of this point just to explain this because it makes sense. Don't worry, I just did. Where the, uh, the, the, the two sorcerers are fighting each other. Yeah. And it, like, it's in this battle scene, I think it's like just after Mad Mardian super kicked a like, <laughs> troll. Did, he did super kick He hops and goes, <laughs> pow! <laughs> he did super kick the troll! <laughs> he did super kick the troll! I was going to bring it up as well. He totally did super kick the troll. And uh, even <laughs> when that happened, I legitimately said out loud, I said, super kick party! Yeah. He just... The a little hop kicks it, and immediately after that, it cuts to this one like the the good source for us just going pow, pow, <laughs> just punching the one in the face. I'm like, what is going on? Who coming? There are elements this? of such just fun fantasy yeah. hilarity to this. There is that I will like, never understand, but it's, I'm, I never want to question. The troll gets turned into an egg, which right. gets thrown in the water, which tro- gets turned into like a the hydra. Trolls, who are kind of like these sort of. Planet of the Apes style yeah. monkeys don't yeah. look anything like conventional trolls. They're, they're climbing on the wall. I only thought it was some kind of big spider at first when it turned up. But no, this big kind of orc troll monkey thing, like gorilla thing type, turned yeah. up. It's like, oh my god, this guy. And then Warwick uses his wand. This yeah. is the end of the film as well. Well, what part of the end of the film? Because there's like three massive ending yeah. sequences in this film, isn't yeah, there? Is. And because it goes on for like two hours and a half. <laughs> then. He uses his wand on it, yeah. and I thought, oh, he's going to make it like disappear or yep. something. No, he turns him into like a shriveled. This is there's a lot of I don't want to say the phrase body horror, yeah, but there's quite a bit of there mutation is. There is. and people's faces and bodies turn into pigs, which was legitimately terrifying yes. for young children. Uh, it's like that dark crystal yeah. level of sort of. It's not actively unsettling, but it's like unsettling in a way that yeah. if you think about it, and if you like. Watch it with any level of detail; it yeah. becomes unsettling. Yeah, I mean, it it's turns... the eighties. The nineteen eighties was literally the era of correct k- fancy films, which scare the crap out of you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he turns it into an egg. Uh, like a, not like an egg, egg. Like no. a fleshy, yeah, red pulpy mess of an egg. Throws which, it in the water. Slops over the yeah. Slops over the boardwalk they're standing on. Falls into the water and then comes which back. I thought it was acid because I thought it was burning him initially. Falls into the water or acid, yeah, and then turns into a big two-headed dragon monster yeah. that spits fire and has. It's just I don't know why it's got two heads. It has and it shoots fire, sure thing. And it blows up. And it blows up. It does. Its head blows up. It, even though it looks like the stat stop motion model is is fantastic, I will say it is. It does look like it's really there. It's great. There's a lot of weird. There are parts of you know some of the Chroma King and some of the um, yeah. stop motion don't look you know fantastic. What? One part of that massive fight scene. I'll forgive it. Yeah, go on. Really... Not the part where he super kicks the troll. No. 
that's really cool. Uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. It's the part where it's Mad Mardigan who's fighting Schoolman. Yeah, Schoolman. And he like chops his helmet and like part of the school cracks off. Yeah. And I thought, that's great. And also, it's, it's, and immediately I'm thinking, that's a cool shot. He's alive, so he turns his head and it just looks really weird because like his mouth's here, but his skull's here. Yeah, yeah. And, like, great, kind of okay, now it's goofy mangled again. Mangled in a way, yeah. I think that was the part where I was looking at the two guys behind him who were just yeah. doing the same fight motion over and over again. Um, and also, spoiler, Eric dies and has possibly the worst death I think I've seen on screen. He's just lying there. <laughs> what like, was he done? Was he shot by an arrow? Was he shot? I think he, he, he was he killed by Skullman, wasn't he? He got stabbed he? by Skullman. He's lying there and he goes, Wouldn't this war for me? And that's all he says. He goes, yeah, I think he just literally falls down and does he make does, that noise. Yeah. He goes like, "Win the war." He's holding Mad Mardigan. He goes eh, like that. I'm like, okay. Saying that, how the schoolman dies, it's very cool and more graphic than I thought it would be. Right, go on. Because he ju- they're fighting at top. There's a sword like in the f- on the floor, like yeah. angled upwards, and so Mad Mardigan just kind of grabs him by the arm and like falls backwards and just pulls him on top of a sword. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Like, this is a film with Warren, the little happy Warren yeah. Davis in it, running around with a little, you know, on a yeah. pony. I'm like, okay, that's sure. <laughs> the graphic tone is 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 very much so. However, we do get that final battle after the, the queen yeah. turns everyone into pigs. We'll skip over that bit. And I thought that was a very disturbing. It's very weird and very horrifying. Cause it's very real. It's yes, weird. it is. The... Which is quick. Yeah, Got him. Yeah, oh, your people, listeners, if you've not paid attention to that, that we've had a fly going around the studio and I've just clapped it to death. No, it's not. There you are. Got, got you. There we go. Um, Vanquished him. So, like, I'm the fancy hero now. I've defeated the 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 little fly or whatever it's called. Might the have been a brownie on that. Exactly. Oh, well, I've just slapped him to death. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the pig bit was weird. It's really weird. Mm. Uh, there's also the part where the, fair, the woman is like a, a, a possum. And then there's a, a crow. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, wi- the witch, the, the, the female sorceress, yeah. was, um, she was turned into a, a post, like, like a tree, yeah, a possum, possum by, the, by, by the queen. Yep. And then, then Warwick she, turns into a, like a, a crow He's or a trying raven. to turn into a human form, but he can't get it right because yes. he's not a great sorcerer. So he's turning her into a, a crow, yeah. then a goat. Yes, and then a woman. Then a woman, then an old woman. Yes. When she said she was a young woman. Yes. So. She didn't quite get that. Didn't quite get there. She got aged up. Then she fights. Then she fights the queen and punches yeah. her in the face. Yeah. Uh, Did the jump scare bit get you? Because I knew I. What I, jump scare bit? Because there's a part where she thinks she's dead. And she's got, like passed away. So she lifts up the veil and the queen just goes like she's cream just screams in her face. And I'm uh, assuming it's supposed to be a jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for, for anyone who's watched film, it's kind of telegraphed. You know it's but, coming. Yeah. When someone's lying down dead and you're like, oh, is she dead? Yeah. I'm going to just turn her over slowly. She's like, yeah. oh, she's making a scary face. Shout him. I know people, um, retrospectively, uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a group on Facebook. That's uh, all Where's for, this going? Where's this going, Corey? It's, <laughs> it's all for people who get tattoos. Right. Right. Well, uh, this is going. Th- yep. Where's this going? Well, someone in there, because recently uh, I, I saw a thing and someone went, oh, I'm getting a tattoo from a TV show. I went, oh, okay, cool. And I did. I, Passed it by. Right. Turns out it was a mark from Willow. Oh, well, nice. So I went back on it, and I'm like, there's so many people in this group who, like, watch this growing up. I'm thinking, how were you not, like, how do you, how can you watch this now? How have you not, like, watched this as a child and never touched it again? Because if I was a kid and watched <laughs> you this... You were scarred for life. I would be horrified if I yeah. was a kid, yeah. I No chance. That's why some people, there's a YouTuber called Odd Ones Out, if you've ever heard of him. He's yes. called James. The animation guy. Yeah, and he yes. did a video on Dark Crystal. 
on the original film. I need to one on Netflix as well. Yeah. But he did one on the original film, and he mentioned this. He mentioned when you're younger, and especially that time in the 80s where it was where it was perfectly legal to make an absolutely horrifying film where loads of people turn into pigs and there's giant lizards, giant lizard birds walking around and crumbling to death. There's the it just becomes this sort of very sort of pseudo horror yeah. genre of this is a kids film but it's designed to scare your children yeah. straight you know they'll be scared of magic after this don't yeah. you worry which as a kid would have worked as an adult I quite like it yeah as an adult you're like well this is kind of sweet <laughs> I was like wow yeah a part, of, part of this was me marvelling at the fact they got away with this kind yeah. of thing like this is this is uh, they say you know maybe there was always talk of the era where sort of PG actually meant parental guidance mm-hmm. it didn't mean you know practically G we basically, you know, if someone gets punched and someone gets kicked, this is kind of like actually like your parents may watch this and think, you know what? I don't think little Timmy needs to see this. Yeah. The bit where the guy's face morphs into a pig. Yeah. You know, there's there's elements of of that. It's there's definitely parts of that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, as well, also like I said it's many years. The effects in this haven't they've they've aged Some well. Some of them haven't aged great. No, but in a weird way, the it's bit where kind of charming. The, the pot, the pot gets lasered by the thing and turns into like I forgot the pot turns into a weird spider thing. A weird like spider dog. <laughs> forgot about that. That reminded me for some reason of that episode of Black Mirror. I um, love the fact that, like, obviously Willow's supposed to be the hero, and yes. he doesn't do anything to, like, stop the queen, except for the bit of the end, which isn't even him. Yeah. So all he does is he defeats a table. <laughs> he defeats a table. <laughs> I am the table. <laughs> oh, he, de- he, he defeats the table. He defeats yeah. a table. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He just bumbles through these situations. Yes. Yeah. He does it. He, all he does is defeat the table and then tricks the queen enough for her to then get electrocuted by something. <laughs> no, by her own lightning, by the way. It's yeah. her own lightning that defeats her. Because she summons the lightning to sacrifice the baby. Yes. But Willow comes out and says, "You want the baby queen? I've got the baby right here." And he yeah. goes, he goes to show it to her. She's like, "Ah, give me the baby!" But instead, she gets zapped by her own lightning and her sort of. Well, eyes, he does the weird pig trick from earlier. Like yeah, the pig trick where, where she it makes disappears. The pig disappear. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, where's it gone?" And mm. blah, and it's like a red mist goes around her, and she like electrocutes herself. Yeah, then shoots herself away, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. Then Willow is the hero. Correct. He saved the world. Yes. He saved Mother World. And Mad Mardigan's there, and the, the old sorceress is there, and the, the the brownies, the two brownies are there, the two little brownie guys, and the the queen's daughter is there as well. I don't know if I remember what her name is. No, I don't remember. Uh, she was a good character. She was. I think, didn't she get... Um, I was about to say a line about that Warwick Davis isn't first billed for this film. Warwick Davis doesn't get top billing for this film. It's someone else. It wouldn't. I don't know who it would be, but it wouldn't surprise me. Just have. Just look, look into that, and I'll, and I'll keep talking. There's, and then he's he's given the heroes send off on his pony. He gets to ride back to his village, where his wife Kira, and all of his friend Migosh are all there. They all embrace, have a big hug, and they zoom out to the to the valley and the peaceful land that Willow is now saved. And then that's the end. Val Kilmer is top. Val Kilmer is top billing. Right. Okay. He's not in the film very much. No, um, no he's not. Maybe, yeah. they, maybe, they, maybe they didn't want to bank... Second half imagine, years. Yeah, maybe they didn't want to bank on Warren Davis not being a household name. Yeah. yeah. If Willow came out today, Warren Davis on the front cover, get him on there. Well, the issue with that is, like, now, we, ha- we are... Now there's a TV show, I'll yes. tell you, Warren Davis is first build, we, and he does have the poster. We are, he does. We are going to um, review the film, uh, film TV show. Mm. Um, we both haven't seen any of it yet. No. So we're going to start watching it. However, I am fully expecting myself to not enjoy it as much as the film. 
Really? I do not think I was going to see. Up. I don't think I'm going to see a table get turned into uh, to real life with legs. I'm not and... going to see a troll form two heads. No. I'm not going to see a man shout at a troll and super kick it off of a building. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. I'm not going to see really bad special and practical effects, which I love because it's charming as anything. It is charming. It's gonna. If, I swear, if it looks polished, I'm going to hate it. Oh, and you if, know it will look polished. I want it to look naff. <laughs> I wanted like bad bad 80 CGI exactly. obviously green bad, screened on bad 80 CGI yeah, yeah stop motion creatures yeah. something like that so obviously yeah. something that's like a model and not you know yeah. CG we want we want more of that. Like, we want weird sort of blue chroma yeah. key around the yeah. one so it looks really uh, yeah well like all the, all the brownies are is people on a green screen that have just been like shrunk Shrunk, yeah, <laughs> and, and, they have no, and they have absolutely no proportion. It's just been shrunk where... and just placed on top of a tree somewhere, and that'll do. <laughs> yeah, or on top of like a table. Yeah, and then like jump out and yeah. yeah. It's uh, please, I just, that's what I want. Okay, we've, I think we've almost had levels, perhaps too much fun with this film's yeah. review. But what would you give it? I, you know what, I wasn't expecting much with this. I thought, you know what, it would be okay. It would be an enjoyable film, and I'll have a decent time. And as much as I didn't expect to enjoy this, I fell in love with this film. Mm. I absolutely adore this movie. It's so charming in such a weird way. Mm. And it's it's fun. I love fantasy, right? Yeah. You're more of a sci-fi guy. Mm. Um, I love me some fantasy. And I love the fact that this isn't just hero, accomplishes thing, cool. Willow, yeah. like I said, practically does not much. He does enough. But he doesn't. He does enough to get. He's enough to get by. Is there? Enough to get by. Not too much. Where like that's a bit much. That's a bit of a stretch. Mm. Um, I love this film. It was so fun. To the point where I was like, I didn't make any notes <laughs> because I was just too busy watching the movie. Yeah, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad I recommended it now? Hey, eh? um, give, give you the nod to watch it. So I'm. I'm. I'm going to give. It's very high from me. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how high do I go. Okay. Because in. It's definitely at least a nine. Okay. It could be a nine point five, and on some days, in a stretch, it could get a ten. I'm gonna give it a nine. Now, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna give it a nine. If you give it a nine point five or a ten, I will. I will back you. I will. I'll back you. I'll, yeah, what? I'll, I'll give it a ten. Oh. Da, 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 da. This is a big round of applause here, people. It now means that in the in the real show Hall of Fame. Congratulations, of- Willow. Of things that have a 10, three of them are mine, and one of them is yours. <laughs> You've got Rogue One, the mm. first one. Mm. Uh, to be fair, I've only recommended one 10, which is yes. School of Rock. Uh, Vis- of Visions Rock, and Visions this got 10, but that was Willow. a review. That's three out of four Lucasfilm properties, so you must be doing something right, George. Yeah, but there's so much he's done as well. Yeah, <laughs> true. Sometimes it's going to be a Willow hit. Willow has got 10 reels. I feel like we need to see it for a minute and just kind of consider that. The thing is with that is now, I know for a fact I'm going to watch a TV show and be like, this is awful. Not only does this <laughs> show that Corey very much loves the film, obviously, but also that his expectations are very high for the series. No, I'm not going to almost You always sound like you're expecting to let yourself down, Corey. I don't think it's going to be a 10. Why not? I don't know. I, if, if it was filmed in the 80s and it lacked all this chat, it would be great. But I don't know if it's going to have that. I don't know. 
if there's throwbacks, mm-hmm. like there's a table, which is the exact same table, so it got yeah, yeah, real life. You see it, you see it run across the screen. Yeah, or something like if there's weird callback, cool. Um, I because again, I know nothing about a TV show. Yeah. I'm assuming everyone in the film, for the most part, I know Warwick Davis is in the TV show. Mm. Yes, uh, he is. I know the baby is in the TV show because yes. she's grown up now, uh, I believe. Uh, I'm assuming that. Uh, Mad Morgan's in it because he took the kid at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. He raises the baby with yes. the uh, daughter of the of the queen. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're in it. I like, know the old guards, in it, the security the guard yeah. is in it because I've seen him. His picture on one so of the I'm thumbnails like, of the series when I was looking it up. Is I'm, I'm assuming maybe the like old shaman might not be because Willow might now not be an yeah, apprentice. Yeah, he, he might, might be now the be sorcerer. In yeah, and there's new characters, obviously. Yeah, uh, the guy that plays Flash. Willow's got kids. So the guy, yeah. Be in it. The guy that plays Flash um, from Spider-Man is in this, as well as um, the person who's in everything. What's her? Can you? I know who she plays. Can you mind looking her up? Um, she was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. She was also in Solo. Right. She played Emphis Nest. She's got sort of ginger hair and quite quite uh, freckly. Uh, She's in this as well, I believe. Played by. She's played by. Who's she played by? Give me a. That's another fly. We've got, got like three of them around. Little uh, brownies, man. Erin Kellyman. Erin Kellyman, yeah. There you might go. want to just search her IMDb for a minute uh, because uh, she turns up in Willow as well, so I'm happy to see her. She's very hot right now. Yes. I'm happy to see her um, getting more roles. And yes, more yes, she's in it. Yeah, of course. Oh, so we will happily watch that series and we are see, watching if, it. see if it <laughs> lives up to Corey's reputation of the, uh, of the first film. I'm going to be sat there. But, I'm just going to be like, <laughs> Yes. But now, on to the weekly rep. Yes, it's your After turn. our star rating of Willow. My yeah, goodness. beat that. Go yeah, on. beat that. Exactly. I don't think I can. Step but up. But we'll see if I can. I'll step up. This is... Give us a magic trick. I thought I'm going to make this pig disappear. No. I'm going to do... You know what? I thought the one where he stuck the the the, the, tw- the stick through his arm was cooler than the pig. Sorry. Sorry. Also, he puts a log around, so he sets it on fire, yeah. and he, set, he sets the stick on fire, and he sticks it through. I'm like, wow, that's cool. He sticks it through yeah. his arm. Amazing. By the way, Chekhov's acorn. 10 yes. Out of 10. 10 out of 10 on Chekhov's yeah. acorn, I think. This acorn will turn into stone, and it does. It turns <laughs> the plank to stone. He has three. It turns the woman to stone. It turns the, the woman to stone as well, but it doesn't work. Yes. Good old Chekhov's acorn. Chekhov's acorn. <laughs> that's when I stop calling it now. <laughs> this... Is, I was thinking, I need to get something that has Warwick Davis in it. Correct. If I don't have something that has Warwick Davis in it, I'm going to do a disservice to the Weekly Rec, to be honest. Yes. So this is something that has Warwick Davis in it. This is something that not many people will know about. Okay. This is something that Warwick Davis did when he was when he was very young, when he was around Return of the Jedi time. This is Return of the Ewok. Have you heard of Return of the Ewok? No. Give it a, give it a Google for me. This came out with one of the DVD specials of... Oh, it did. <laughs> Of Return of the Jedi as a little in their fe- feature. Can I put out that Marie just said, George Lucas, you must be doing something right. And <laughs> now we're talking about this. Return of the Ewok, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's This is one of the things, you, you mentioned a lot of words when you were talking about Willow, but one of them that you said was charming. Okay. And this is a very charming little short film. This is about half an hour. And... Uh, is it hard? Yes. Yes, it is. Is mainly comprised of Warwick Davis as himself, yes. young little Warwick Davis, going around looking for a role in Star Wars, where he runs into 
Harrison oh, Ford okay. and Mark Hamill. And I've seen clips Carrie of Carrie Fisher and, Darth, and Dave Prowse as Darth Vader. I did not know that that was what it was called. Boba Fett, that's what it's called. This is what it's called. It's Return of the Ewok. It's on YouTube, the whole thing. It's free. You can go and watch it yourself. Yeah. I'm going to give it a nice 8 out of 10. Okay. I'm a big fan of Mark Davis. This is cool to see one of his first little roles in this. Obviously leading to his first ever role, which was Wicket. You've given it higher than uh, all of the uh, rating services I have in front of me right Really? IMDb gives it a 6 out of 10. Oh. Uh, whatever. I, was just, I thought one. it was cute. I thought it was cute. I thought it was a bit funny. RateYourMusic.com. All right. That's but for the film or the, sound, or the soundtrack got... Uh, Two point, what was it? Two point four out of five. No, one point six out of five. Oh. Letterbox is a six out of ten. Okay. Well, two point nine out well, of I'm five. A, I'm a fan of Warwick Davis. I think this is a cute little special. Really harmless. Um, and I think it's a nice. It's a just a nice, cute little thing. Very charming, as you always said. Yeah. As you said. I, by the way, I was inundated with Warwick Davis stuff. Literally, I was going to recommend Tenable. I was like, I was going to tell I was going to find one of the Leprechaun films. I was going to recommend. Yeah, I forgot like, he's in that. Leprechaun Six, I've gone in the hood or whatever it's called. <laughs> Is that what one it's of, called? Yeah, literally. Yeah, you look up the Leprechaun films. Um, I was going to recommend um, the Doctor Who episode he was in. He was in a Doctor Who episode with Pesca Fighter Pilot or something like that. Who goes Leprechaun was... in the hood and goes, yes. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it's real, Corey. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> And there's another one that's called Leprechaun comes returns to the hood or comes back to the hood or something like that, isn't it? Great. There's like eight Leprechaun films. And White Davis just does it because he thinks it's fun. He likes playing the Leprechaun, so there you go. Yeah. There was another film where he plays like um, a guy that goes around on stilts, which I think is quite funny. Okay. There's another film that he does with um, Vincent Schiavelli. It's quite funny because if you know Vincent Schiavelli, he's, he's quite a tall actor. And they have like a little comedy duo thing, which is fun. But yeah, I had to recommend Return of the Ewok because I think it's... A, the start of his Star Wars journey, and B, just the start of Warwick Davis's film career. This really go about as an ode, as an ode to him. Three out of five stars. Face it, guys. The Ewoks suck. The, the Ewoks don't suck. No, don't. I've come round on the Ewoks, I think. I think people... Did do... you just like them at the start? What? Because you said you've come round on them. Yes, I've come round on Ewoks. When I initially watched Return of the Jedi, I thought, oh, these teddy bears, oh, they suck, these little teddy bears <laughs> with sticks. Beating stormtroopers, oh, oh. Uh, and then you uh, learned there were cannibals, but yes. And then, <laughs> and then I realised, you know what? The Ewoks go hard. Yeah. There was that point where the Ewok is like dual wielding E11 blasters. Did you see that is existent? Really? That there's an Ewok with like a stormtrooper gun, and I'm like, yes. They're driving ATSTs. They're you know flying speeder bikes. The Ewoks go hard. I was like, that's why I've come around on the Ewoks. I love okay. them now. I love them now. I think they're great. They eat people. The Ewoks are ca- eating people. They're going to cut Can Solo. Go hard. We hope you enjoyed this review yes. of Willow. <laughs> Correct. We'll come at you with a series review sometime in the future. Yep. But for now, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye. Super kick control.